I would like to do sense. the minimal amount of apology and get the maximum amount of forgiveness. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Junto Show. This is Johnny, artist, adventurer, student of leadership. I'm Lance. I'm woke with jokes. And I'm Chris, the favorite guest host. Heck yeah. <laughs> Our only guest, <laughs> guest host. <laughs> and today is October 7th, 2017. The Junto is a club Benjamin Franklin founded way back when America was great. Mm-hmm. The purpose of the Junto was to debate questions of morals, politics, and natural philosophy. Our show is not quite that stuffy, but here and there, we stumble upon something profound between the geeky jokes. All right. So let's uh, take a second here to explain why we've got our special guest, Chris, in studio. Congratulations go out to Bo's family. He welcomed a little, but well, probably not that little. Bo's a half giant. <laughs> Hodor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he welcomed a little bundle of joy into the world here. I don't know if you, are we, are we at liberty to say the kid's name? Yeah, sure, why not? Uh, Parker. Oh, it's not Ray? <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a joke on his last name. I'm not a big on last names here, you know, because government's watching. So, <laughs> all right. So, uh, so yeah. So, so Bose, I want to be out for a little bit, you know, and we've got some plenty of good content for you guys in the meantime. As we wish him, uh, his baby's mom, and his baby <laughs> all the joy in the world. <laughs> I think you got to try to get him in here when he's like half. You know, he has no sleep. You know, he really get. When, oh when man, he's thinking that yeah, get the secrets out of him. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Okay, so as usual, we're going to start things off here with our first segment, Rapid Fire News. Hey, Blakely, I think that's when you just go pew, 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 no, pew. Actually, I'm thinking about changing the name because of all the shootings. <laughs> oh, right. uh, Good point. All right, ra- Rapid Fire News. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy, and this is what's happening in your world tonight. Calm, peaceful news. <laughs> I know, right? So the, uh, the first thing that we got here, uh, AP Investigation, the Associated Press, says Americans buying salmon at Walmart and Aldi may have subsidized North Korea as it builds its nuclear program. So uh, so look out for that. Stop buying your fish. That's a pretty diabolical plot. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know exactly. I didn't read that article, but uh, that's, a, that's a headline for your ass there. <laughs> somebody in the Chinese government is like, oh, yes, we'll get the Americans to fund our... <laughs> Yeah. No, I think I think what happens is so this is very similar to um to the shrimp that that comes out of uh, I think it's China or Vietnam. It's that slave shrimp. And so, so what happens is they 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 uh, export woke. that to a, a middle country, so like Indonesia. Uh-huh. Then they switch the labels to say now product of Indonesia, oh, yeah. and then they yeah. ship it back to the U.S. So what we won't buy it from whatever the country is that doesn't that has a shrimp that's contaminated. They'll. But yeah, we will yeah. buy it from Indonesia, so they do this sort of switcheroo. It's uh, not supposed to happen. They've caught so, on to this. But that, I think the same thing's probably happening with Korea. So is the clothes I buy from Express not made from Vietnam? <laughs> is that what you shop at Express? <laughs> I thought I was funny my cousins. <laughs> <laughs> also, I mean, is that like officially helping Vietnam? I don't know. Yeah, sure. You okay. got to support the industry. Oh, there you go. So yeah. stop they're, buying. They're, they're still in the textile phase. Stop buying your salmon at uh, Walmart and Aldi uh, because we're trying to not nuke and or fund North Korea's nukes. All right, uh, next item. Uh, Netflix is raising its rates in 2018. I think it's going to go up by a dollar. Or two. Yes. Still, best deal going. Still, yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> I, I'm more than happy to pay another dollar or two to give me some uh, high-quality content. Man, that Neo that Neo Yokio, so good. We'll talk about it in pop culture. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. All right, uh, next item we've got here. Ah, it must be autumn. The leaves are changing colors. It's getting a little cooler, and the high school had to be evacuated due to a pumpkin spice air freshener incident. <laughs> <laughs> what happened there? Uh, so they were saying that like uh, some some kids were reporting a uh, a uh, some type of uh, suspicious smell, and then they couldn't tell what it was, so they evacuated the school. And it turns out somebody really. Had... <laughs> I mean, I look pump- one. I had my first pumpkin spice latte. Uh, Delicious. It really was. <laughs> <laughs> I dipped my toe in whiteness, and I don't think I'm coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> it's like, no wonder you white people are so happy all the time. Like, man, it's a better life, Johnny. It's a better life. <laughs> it says, uh, let me see. The Cristo Ray Jesuit High School in Baltimore was evacuated Thursday afternoon after a possible hazardous substance was found on the third floor. Students and staff were evacuated outside. Uh, two students and three adults were transported as a precaution. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, it's a, uh, I don't know. I don't know what it was. Like somebody yeah. had some type of pumpkin spice mace. <laughs> Also, I don't want this getting out to other governments because they could like actually put some chemical weapons and some stuff, but just like put, put a little pumpkin spice in there, and then America's like, mm. <laughs> "Well, all right, hold on, we'll be humane about killing these people, okay?" Like it's got a nice 
pumpkin-y taste, but my lungs are also <laughs> evaporating. <laughs> oh, no, I fell for it. Uh, okay, so let's see what else we got here. Uh, oh, uh, the character list for the reboot of the hit sitcom Friends has been released. What? <laughs> is, is rebooting? Oh, wait, sorry. That's just the list of 2017 to 2018 winter storms. <laughs> <laughs> you know how hurricanes have names? <laughs> yeah, so look yeah, at the yeah. names that they put on the uh, the winter storms here. We have uh, winter storm Aiden, Benji, Chloe, Dylan, Ethan, Frankie, Grayson, Hunter, Inga, Jackson, Kehlani, Liam, Mateo, Noah, Oliver, Polly, Quinn, Riley, Skylar, Toby, Uma, Violet, Wilbur. Laura. Zanto. So, so are we getting more hipster with our names? I don't know what's going on with these storms. Zanto, Wilbur, uh, Yvonne, and Zoe. Alright. I'm like, okay. if we can get a tropical I mean winter storm, Wilbur, I need to have a hurricane Deontay. <laughs> like it's it's overdue. That's- oh. <laughs> so you you're you're angry there's not there's not named more storms. Ethnic? Yeah, I, like, yeah, I need more diversity. I don't know who- Are you sure you want that named after storms though? They it, are usually negative and equality is equality, Johnny. I'm I'm for equality. All right, if we're getting if we're getting Zanto. Here, here, here's for Hurricane Lance coming down next year. I feel like there might have been one in history. Has there ever been a Chris or a Johnny Hurricane that you guys there should remember? be? But they're pro- I don't know. Christopher, I assume right? so. Christo. Yeah, Johnny, you are a natural disaster. <laughs> you think we name one after me by now? They do follow you. Okay, uh, next item. Uh, Uber's iPhone app had special permission to take screenshots of your your uh, iPhone screen, even when Uber was running in the background. Just Uber, just the most evil company going. <laughs> I refuse to use them anymore. I feel bad for Uber. I use them still. What? Use Why? Lyft. It, Lyft Why? is right there. Why not? Lyft because they have all these uh, accusations of sexism, and and their CEOs are mm, bad. Sexism. <laughs> <laughs> the every, you know, I think as well, let me give you a brief history on the origin of the two companies, as far okay, as I know. There you go. Right. So Uber was more of a like a prestigious premium limo type thing. Then Lyft came out, and that creator um, got his inspiration from a college course he took on sustainability. He's like, you know what? What can I do to help the world and the environment? Ooh, we can share cars more often. He started Lyft. And then Uber caught on to that because it was taken off in like one city maybe. So Uber's like, no, I'm just going to copy that. And for some reason, Uber is just more uh, well-known these days. So Better funded at the time. Well, it makes yeah. sense too because like Uber means the best or the greatest or whatever yeah. in, in, in some old German stuff. So, <laughs> well, so to, be, to be fair, I take like one Uber ride a, a year, maybe if yeah, I'm lucky. So, yeah, I that's don't. one too many. But it's just hard. It's just way too hard to, to put a new app on my phone and have to do that. <laughs> you're, you're a computer programmer. <laughs> Come to the guy who makes apps. Yeah, but then I got to put my credit card in there, and I got yeah, it's just so much. It's really not though. It's so hard. It's it's super not. <laughs> okay, uh, a couple more items here. Let's see. Uh, employers can now refuse to cover contraception. Uh, so look out there, ladies. Anybody I'm messing with. Uh, the U.S. loses 33,000 jobs after hurricane slammed Texas, Florida, and Puerto Rico. That's the first jobs decline in six years. Yeah, so we got we to stop on that for a second because I do know about this one. Oh, hey, there we go. Yeah, oh, hey. So I, you know, I'm, I'm, I like econo- economics and things mm-hmm. like that. So, so the, the reason for the decline, and I, I can imagine uh, certain supporters would really latch onto that as a sign things are going all downhill. But I would say that um, – the the reason is because it's actually pay, when they talk about payrolls they talk about how much people that were paid so if you weren't paid you're technically you know unpaid right so that counts as a as a you know mm. not on the payroll so when the hurricanes came through and you're off for say a week at Kentucky Fried Chicken mm-hmm. um, and they weren't going to pay you for your annual leave or whatever that would call call for you're technically out of work gotcha. so that can sit that, that that's called a job loss yeah. so they they were not being paid at the time that will likely go away now that the hurricanes are gone. Like what period of time do you have to not be getting paid for it to consider? It's one week, I think is what it, it's it's a weekly thing. Yeah. Well, so it's not job loss. It's just, you, you were not on the payroll. So you did not get paid for a week. So if you think about it though, there, there were something like 1.5 million people affected. And so of those 1.5 million people, there's probably a fairly significant number. Well, there's, there's 3 million in Puerto Rico, like three and a half million in Puerto Rico alone. So this must not even include that. I don't, I, I don't know what the time period is on the, I don't know how they collect that daily either. Oh, so that's uh, in September. So when did uh, Puerto Rico get hit by? It would have been September. Mm. End of September. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If anything, these numbers should be way worse, right? Because I assume that... Don't trust the data. <laughs> well, one percent fake news. Like one percent of people from Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico are working right now. Like, if that, right? Yeah, yeah. They don't even have power for the most part. So, mm. mm-hmm. so look out for that. It's going to get worse before it gets better. That's for sure. And uh, that is 
the news. Oh, I got one more. Oh, Johnny's got one more. It's I not got the one news. more. I just read it uh, in the news this morning, my Google News feed, right? Mm-hmm. North Korea claims the United States tried to assassinate and topple their uh, leader. Ooh. A few months ago, back in May and June. Like, uh, well, I take it with a grain of salt, obviously. This is coming from the gra- North Korea. Grain of rice. Grain of rice. Thank you. Sorry, <laughs> my bad. Yeah. Or a grain of nothing. Well, <laughs> yeah, not in, not in North Korea. They don't have any rice left. Oh, they have rice. I don't know. So, did they say what the plan was, the plot was? Uh, no, I can't get that level of detail. But it, it's just fine entertaining because their press release had all these like inflammatory words in there. Mm-hmm. You know, this proves the uh, horrible nature of the United States and blah, blah, blah. Well, I mean, if we did try to kill their president, I feel like... That's North Korea news. It's totally fake. Mm, mm, I mean, yes, yes, right. But then also, America's got a long history of uh, going around killing killing presidents. (laughs) So, uh, look out for that. I forget, a couple, maybe last week, I wanted to talk about um, Kim Jong-un's brother, who they killed in that airport. Did we talk about that? Yeah, a little bit. That's a crazy story. I don't know. I just I, thought, I read I read up on that story. And it was really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, you remember that, right? Like, of course, I know all about it. Yeah, it's crazy stuff. They uh, hired two uh, aspiring models and had got the them. ladies to go, "Hey, baby," and then towel to the face. Yeah, yeah. one one put like some type of agent on his face, and the other one like sprayed him with some stuff, and then it ended up being some type of crazy nerve gas. Uh, and then it was like a model from Vietnam, I want to say, and then like a uh, an aspiring and a hooker from like Indonesia that they got and put them together. Crazy stuff. Look into that. And that's the news. <laughs> all right. For all of us here at News Center 4, I'm Ron Burgundy. You stay classy, San Diego. All right. We'll be back with our next segment right after this. Air Force Academy Lieutenant General delivers powerful speech on race after slurs found in dorms. So I came across this uh, headline article. couldn't resist. Clicked on it. Watched the video that this uh, general uh, gave to his uh, Air Force Academy. Did you two check it out? Yeah, yeah, I saw it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so anyways, I guess I should get a little more backdrop on this, right? So mm-hmm. they found some racial slurs written on some of the cadets' dorm rooms, I believe. This is the Air Force Academy in Colorado Springs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so they found the slurs, and then this uh, the the leader of the academy, uh, Lieutenant General Jay Silveria, gathers up everybody. Um, like I think the news article talked about over five thousand people that he gathered around. As he d- delivered this speech to them, and pretty much the bottom line is like, "Hey, if you can't um, treat other with respect, get out." I was like, "Oh, pretty powerful talk." Yeah, I think it's uh, it's good that he he stood up for the uh, f- for his cadets. You know, in a time where things are getting pretty fraught and race relations are at a uh, at a flashpoint nowadays, it seems like it's good to, to have yeah, somebody yeah. in a uh, position of authority like that, especially like a military person come out and, and, and take the side of his, uh, his old, team. An old white guy, too. Not that old, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's pretty old. I mean, oh, he's got the gray hair all over him. Nah, that's just the military, man. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's like 30 years old. Turns into cable. <laughs> <laughs> says uh, says that um, someone wrote racial slurs on message boards outside the dorm rooms of five black students. Yeah. So I guess you've ever seen those things on, on a dorm where you've got like the, your, your whiteboard up, there you go, on, a, uh, on your door. You can write, I don't know, like uh, in class all day or yeah, something yeah. like that. I always but, draw a comic strips on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess somebody to face those. And that's got to suck, right? You know, you're out there trying to do your thing for your country. Mm-hmm. And you're like probably a young guy, too. So depending on where these guys are from, they may or may not. It's like this might be their first, sure. you know, brush with this type of uh, discrimination yeah. or this type of experience. And it's just like, man, from my brothers? Well, yeah, exactly. And these are people I'll go to war with, perhaps, and and try to depend on that they have my back. Right? Yeah. I mean, there's a long history of, of racism in well, the country, and then as a result, the armed forces, because the armed forces is just a subset of the country. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been reading a lot lately. Uh, there was things, that, oh, so like uh, during, I think it was World War One. Oh. So that was like in the 40s. Did you say World War Z? <laughs> no, that's a couple weeks from now. <laughs> that's a Flocka. Have you seen Flocka? No. Oh, man, it's, don't, 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 it's a new drug called Flocka. Don't take it. Turns you to a zombie. Anyway. <laughs> Did, from experience? That, I don't know. No, I was say, does it look like I'm susceptible to the new drugs? Ah, I'm just up? saying, somebody's like, hey, Johnny, take some Flocka. Don't do it. Okay, anyway, so <laughs> World War One. it's in the 40s, so that's before the civil rights, back when things were still pretty bad. Um, there were, it was some of the first integration of soldiers into the ranks of the armed forces. And so, like, uh, there was a lot of pushback on having black people serve under you, and you definitely didn't, they didn't want to have any, any officers be black. So, what the, the general, I forget the general, but like a lot of the so, black soldiers were just like given to other countries' armies, like France. 
so many soldiers had been killed in like the French army mm. so that they were just like running really low on the front over there. So the American was just like, here, here's some black soldiers to put on your front lines. Yeah. <laughs> but then like the, the French, you know, I guess less racist at the time, the black soldiers were over there like getting treated well and like, <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, hey, it's better over <laughs> this side. Huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Literally they were like, oh man, this is like a better life. Like it's, I'm not being, you know, I can use the same water fountain as the French soldiers mm-hmm. as opposed to like the, the white soldiers in, in my own home country. Hmm. And so, there was like some some mm, a lot of consternation about like black soldiers who had gotten you know some good treatment in yeah, yeah. in France and then they came back to America like after having served their country but they still couldn't eat at the lunch counter <laughs> in their hometowns. Wow. Yeah, some 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 interesting stories there. Like Muhammad Ali, he won the gold medal for uh, the United States in in the Olympics and then came home and couldn't drink from a water fountain at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, "Man, I'm the world champ. Yeah. You know, I fought for my country. You know, in his way, and I can't even get good treatment down here." And I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. "There you go, Muhammad." Any, any thoughts trigger with you? Chris, uh, well, I, th- I think the the response was uh, was good that they took it to sort of like another level to make it serious. Yeah, not Where, over the top. They they could have they could have just like erased the boards and said, okay, we're gonna have a small meeting with this floor or whatever, yeah. and, and talk about it. But they brought everybody in. So yeah, I, that, I think that was my first initial thought too when I saw it. I was like, whoa, like this guy's making a big deal out of this thing. But at the same time, yeah, you should. You know, like five thousand all everybody all in the same place with all your entire staff and faculty. All gather around in a circle. Like, I'm kind of imagining, like, if you're one of the students who have no idea what's going on, mm-hmm. like, oh, what's going on? Yeah, like, are we all about to be deployed to some emergency war that just kicked in? Did World War Z just kick in and I got to go? Mm-hmm. Uh, the war on racism. Yeah. Hopefully we win. You eat that stuff up, though. You love you love gathering lots of people in a room to have one person talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> Except I would probably be horrible at it. So th- th- I think that's why when I was watching this guy talk, I was like, ooh. Pretty bold move. Like I'm a sucker for big speeches, especially in movies when they do those big speeches to riot to rally troops to go find this war that they're all about to die in. Tonight, we're canceling the apocalypse. Uh, Idris Elba. Ah, good job, Pacific Rim. Good job, love it. Uh, <laughs> hey, I saw that they're coming up with another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about it for like tw- twenty minutes. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Pop culture. Soon. All right, that, that's all I have for this one. Okay, well, shout out to uh, General Jay Silveria out there trying to keep uh, his students in line. And let's all make an effort towards uh, letting everybody we know we respect them and appreciate their differences. And uh, that's the way the Junto show rolls. <laughs> or get out. <laughs> or get out. <laughs> and uh, we'll, well, Not really. Just just leave us five stars and then get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave, for sure. Uh, racist, <laughs> please leave us five stars. <laughs> and then unsubscribe. <laughs> Or subscribe. I don't know. It's fine. Race, race. I think Lance is torn on this one. It's like, I, I want the five stars, but I don't want the race. I do want the five stars. But uh, get out of here. <laughs> we'll be right back. All right. Welcome to the captain's radio room. Doodaloo. Shh. Yes. I'm Johnny. I'm Chris. I'm Lance. All right. Welcome, guys. So today, I want to share a story with you about how to say sorry. And how to be heard saying it, perhaps. Right. So I recently apologized to somebody that I used to work with a long time ago. So years ago, we, we used to work together and we just weren't seeing eye to eye. I accidentally stepped on her toes and uh, stepped into her territory or area of responsibility. And we also had differences of opinion on how to um, strategize and w- what would be best for the, uh, the, 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 the company. Mm. All right. So, so that happened years ago. I tried apologizing. I tried to open a dialogue with her and try to have, hey, can we talk? Can we have some lunch and whatnot? And I just hit like a brick wall with this person. And somewhere along the lines, I just kind of gave up. I was like, whatever. And then also maybe started going towards like, you know what? If this action I'm about to take is going to piss her off, oh, well. Can't do anything. Can't control her feelings. So I just do what I want to do. We're all we're all human here, Johnny. Yeah. I'm just trying to do what I got to do, you know? Hashtag uh, selfish. Oh, yeah, speaking yeah. of... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Tom Petty just died. So, so sad that Aww. Tom Petty <laughs> passed away. Is that too soon? <laughs> no. <laughs> Go on. So anyway, so that happened years ago. And just recently, just last week, I sent her an uh, apology email. Mm. And so I apologized for what I could apologize for that I felt like I, I had wronged. And um, just very short, brief thing, just saying, hey, I'm sorry for, you know... Things I had done, I, I apologize for for perhaps giving up along the way, and I should have tried harder. Um, and no need for a response. I just wanted to get this off my chest. 
sort of. So I want to point out two things here yeah. that's, that that the audience should know. That I'm crying right now. <laughs> well, you do that a lot, but the, <laughs> what you don't do a lot is apologize. So this is something that is kind of groundbreaking. I think whenever you say you've apologized for something, uh, if you really looked at the apology, it was probably like. I'm sorry, I'm so awesome. <laughs> you know, that would be your normal apology. So this, this is like a new groundbreaking well, job. Well, but you do have to give me that I'm overcoming a lot of genetics by apologizing. That's true. Right? Yeah. As I've learned from you, Chris, like you actually t- taught me something about my own heritage. And apparently Asian people are very spiteful. Extremely spiteful. I had, I had no idea. <laughs> Did you not know this? Is it, I, I also don't know if I agree with this. <laughs> and it's not my place to agree or disagree. <laughs> so I'm just going to fall back on this one. I'm, I'm just going from experience. Nice job, Lance. <laughs> Sidestep that pitfall. And the stuff I know what I talk about. <laughs> uh, so, okay. So, so the thing that a lot of people do, the, the, the new wave that's going around is like um, people will say, I'm sorry if you, to anybody I offended. It's like, I'm sorry if you were offended by what I did or whatever, <laughs> which is also a, a non-apology apology. You didn't give one of those, did you? No, I don't think so. No. I think I wrote from the heart but, in, but in I, that moment. I have to say this, though. Like, so if I were if I were in her shoes and I was sitting in my I'd be a little tower, bit taller. I would be a lot taller, <laughs> a lot more handsome. Um, so if if I were sitting there and, I, and I'm and i just going about my day and it's it's been however many months or possibly years, years that I've kind of heard from this guy and I get an email, I'd be like, and it's directly addressed to me and I get this this sort of apology, I'd, I'd, I'd question like, why would you write this now? Like we haven't talked in such a long time. Right. Mm-hmm. So that, that to me would sort of stand out as like interesting. It, it, especially if you already had a mistrust of this person, you might be thinking, what is this person trying to gain? Why of all times would this happen now? Right, and so I'll, so I'll be waiting for the the other shoe to drop, and I need a favor. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, like looking out for the next couple of weeks. Like, oh, he's, something's coming up. <laughs> can I borrow five dollars? No, you'll you'll find out. <laughs> Do you think that you would be uh, willing to accept that type of uh, apology for somebody you've had? This doesn't seem like you know a, a, a knockout, drag out beef or whatever, but it seems like there was something there. So like maybe a mid level work yeah. type disagreement with somebody. You got an email from them. It, I mean, it doesn't really address the underlying stuff, but it is a, we'll call it a sincere apology. So, yeah, I feel like her response was more than I expected and just on point, which is, again, a testament to her perhaps, where it was just a very short saying, thanks, and I appreciate it kind of. So it wasn't like a open the dial, like, oh, hey, let's get together, let's talk more. Like, no, she, I don't think she wants that either, but she wanted to simply acknowledge, hey, thanks for taking that first step. And let's just leave it there for now, perhaps. Don't ever contact me again. <laughs> <laughs> like sometimes I've... Uh, You've been blocked from my... Yeah, you copy and paste like the, uh, <laughs> the this user is not here thing. The mailer daemon. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that, that kind of reminds me of a thing I saw on Game of Thrones where uh, where Reek, you know, I don't say his other name, he was talking to, to, to Jon Snow and he was trying to ask Jon to forgive him for all of this, the terrible things he had done throughout the course of the, of the show. And then Jon said, well... The things I can forgive you for, I do, and the things that I can't, I can't. I mean, he said it. He said it better. <laughs> he said it like you know, more brooding and, and more wavy than I could <laughs> with his, his flowing locks. But uh, but I thought that was good. <laughs> so I I wanted to ask you guys, mm-hmm. how do you to apologize when you do have to apologize? How do you apologize, and how would you like to be um, receiving an apology? I would that like to do sense. the minimal amount of apology and get the maximum amount of forgiveness. <laughs> <laughs> well, so let me set the stage real fast before you guys answer the question. There's, there's a dude named Gary Chapman. He's written several well-known books, The Five Love Languages, and it's consistently been like the top uh, 10 or top 100 bestsellers on Amazon and the New York Times. So in terms of apologies, he says hey, there's five main languages, right? Mm-hmm. Expressing regret, such as saying, I am sorry. Accepting responsibility, such as saying I was wrong, making restitution, what can I do to make it right, for instance, uh, genuinely repenting, I'll try not to do that ever again. And the fifth one is requesting forgiveness, like actually specifically saying, will you forgive me or will you accept this apology? Okay. So, so is it any one of those five like really resonates with you? I'm going to rank them from, from uh, best to worst, right? Okay. So did you write them down here? Yeah, yeah it's in there. All right, so, okay, number one is I was wrong. Number two is I am, uh, num- okay, number one, I am wrong. Number two, wh- what can I do to make it right? Number three, I am sorry. Um, number four, I'll try not to do that again because that's a lie. And number five, <laughs> will you please forgive me? That's totally self-serving. So, like, those last two I would almost throw away. <laughs> I, I totally agree with the last two. I, I, I totally threw those two away. That actually might harm it a bit more. Yeah. Like, that comes from a shellfish place. 
<laughs> selfish place. Selfish. <laughs> yeah. I, I so I think I, I'm sorry is probably the number one thing to 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 say to start the conversation. Is that I'm how sorry? You, is that how you would like to? receive an apology is what you're saying so uh i nobody apologizes to me i always do the apologizing in my life so <laughs> uh, generally i have something to apologize for nobody I, I, i'm not offended by anybody but apparently uh, i offend others so i gotta make sure that delusionally I, optimistic <laughs> delusionally yeah. optimistic. that sounds about right actually <laughs> so, so i have to apologize more than more than most i'd imagine but uh but no i, I i'm 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 fully uh, i think you, it's easy to take responsibility for something if you've offended somebody um it's harder if you didn't think it was offensive in the first place. So yeah. maybe um, I, I saw something the other day. Actually, a buddy of mine, we were, we were chatting on, and he's uh, recently become a manager. And he was telling me about how um, apparently in his level, there was a, one person who had called another person and was doing work. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they were crossing lines, weren't communicating properly. And the person hung up the phone. And as they hung up, the, after the, the cradle had been you know down, he said, dumbass. And under his breath, just just himself, just kind of like you know, yeah. get frustrated. You yeah, get uh-huh. yeah, exactly. Like yeah. so, so unbeknownst to him, his cube mate knows the girl he was talking to. I thought so the phone was still off the hook. No, <laughs> not, not still, that's, what, that's what I thought too. But uh, talks to this other person and says, "So, uh, you know, who are you talking to? What, what's wrong? You know, because mm-hmm. tell mm-hmm. because apparently this is not a normal reaction." Yeah. And uh, immediately finds out, tells the other person what? That, that he said this. So oh, HR gets involved, and, and my poor guy, my poor buddy's like, you know, I get, I've been called a lot worse than that in my yeah. life, and this was clearly not not meant to, you know, he wasn't trying to call you that. He just right. was like having a frustrating day. So in my opinion, it's hard to apologize for something that's just. He didn't think that was really that wrong. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe yeah. you don't think it's that big a deal, but yeah. at the same time, you know, someone else was offended by it, and they didn't like the fact that they were portraying this way. And, yeah, yeah. So I think that's that's kind of tough. Uh, no, he called that person. What, what, what did he say under his breath? Dumbass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He called a person a dumbass. No, <laughs> yeah, he but, got caught. <laughs> no, but that's totally different. Where, I, like, aren't I allowed to express my own feelings in the privacy of my own situation? You know. So can I? Can, am I not like, allowed to smile in your face and then call you names behind your back? <laughs> Yeah, aren't you? What? <laughs> you shouldn't. I'm not saying you. Sh- I'm not saying you should, but if you're in the privacy of your own place, like, why not? Like, if that's your way to venting to work through your emotions and get it out, so you can be a better person instead of holding the resentment and holding all this baggage. Look, I'm just saying, if it comes back around to me, then it's gonna be a problem. You feel free to do it. What if? What if I said you're a moron afterwards? <laughs> I get fired. As long as you go have your people deny it publicly, <laughs> we can move on, move forward. <laughs> So for me, my preference, I think, is what can I do to make it better? Because I think that demonstrates a, yes, I acknowledge I did something wrong and that I've um, made you suffer in some capacity and an apology. Just the words alone is not enough. I know that. So therefore, let me go do something about it. So that, to me, demonstrates the above and beyond of like, all right, you've acknowledged that you've wronged me somehow and you're willing to go do and put some time and effort into this thing. So therefore, the restitution piece I think matters to me at least. So, so I think one one big piece to this though is is who it is that that is offended or or that you need to apologize to because the the higher the level of that person is on your life, the more likely you are to apologize. I mean, if you go mm-hmm. and and you cut someone off in a car yeah. and you're going to the store and they're really really offended because you didn't put your blinker on or something, mm-hmm. meh, you just go to the store anyway. Whatever, you're not yeah. gonna go. Oh, pull no, I over. feel terrible when I do that. <laughs> I almost hit some lady the other day, and then like she was she gave me the horn and whatever. Like, oh man, I'm so wrong. And like for like the next like 30 seconds, I'm like, I need to make this right between this other car. <laughs> but what do you do? I'm like, I've got such a nice, friendly. I'm sorry. Right, wave so, here. <laughs> so, so, so you know you did something wrong. Oh, yeah. What did you do wrong? I almost hit. I almost. I was changing lanes. I looked over. There was no car there. Then I changed lanes, and there's a car there. Oh. And I'm like ah. And then this yeah, lady yeah. like you know honks her horn and she swerves, and then she's furious, rightfully so. Yeah, and, I'm, yeah. and I'm just like, I'm sorry, lady. If I could do more than wave <laughs> sorry to you, I would do that right now. I can imagine that, like you pull up and you're trying to apologize, wave, and she's like, this this guy thinks he's in the right or something. <laughs> no, no, yeah. I'm, I'm, no, yeah, right. Because I, I guess you. I wonder if you can tell the difference right. between I'm so sorry and you're wrong too. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> like, from car to car. <laughs> no, no. So here's the thing, though. So like the, the way I look at it is clearly we're human. We're gonna make mistakes, right? So yeah. you weren't trying to blast that lady with your car. Oh, it was clearly on. a mistake. But, so, but but Lance doesn't give people the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> so what? 
I give some people the benefit of the doubt. I don't. No, I'm not going to give horrible people <laughs> See, <laughs> prove I, themselves to be horrible the benefit of the doubt. That's a whole different story. But that, that's don't, thing, don't play yourself. <laughs> when, when people get mad about that stuff, that that is my mind boggling to me because I mean clearly they weren't trying to come to my lane. I was a mistake. Hey, sorry. You know, it's a cool word. Nobody got hit. You know, we're good. Yeah. Uh, my wife, on the other hand, will be like uh, maybe like the, the lady, right? Yeah. Like she's flipping them off and yelling like oh what is that person doing and i'm like whoa you settle down so my wife will actually get mad at me when someone does something wrong in front of me and i don't honk my horn oh yeah that's me too that's me too yeah when i'm with somebody and like they we get clearly cut off or i'm like honk that horn (laughs) like you you let that person know that we're offended by that action Okay, that's a stranger we'll never see again. But I want them to know not in Florida. That they hurt me. Not in Florida, buddy. You don't. You test these people <laughs> at your at your peril. I'm I'm more like Chris in that respect. Like you got to really, really get my goat for me to like say anything. See, and that's why Asians react. are spiteful. Man. Exactly. I didn't I know. Was I was just gonna like say this. that. But, yeah. I didn't even know I was like that. But well, Asians and it all makes sense now. Other people I know. I won't yeah. specify who. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so so it's funny that you would talk about like apologies or whatever because I think. I don't know if it's more than normal, but lately so many people have been apologizing for stuff. It's just like it comes out that like Kevin Hart cheated on his wife and he's coming mm. out saying, I'm sorry. Mm. Or like uh, this week, Cam Newton uh, laughed at a, a sports reporter. Uh, he, which was that was dumb. I didn't see the video, so maybe it's worse than I think. But come on. Which part's dumb? Like, oh, OK, first of all, Cam Newton, Cam Newton is a quarterback of the Carolina Panthers football player. OK. He went to the Super Bowl a while back and he's from my hometown. Well, not my hometown. He, he went to my school. Mm. He's good good player big personality dresses crazy and he's given us uh the after games press conference or whatever mm. he always wears uh like the fly outfits right? he wears crazy stuff <laughs> he looks like steampunk <laughs> ghetto steampunk <laughs> but like um so like this this lady reporter gets up and asks him about you know uh the routes that the the wide receivers run and things like that and he's like <laughs> man it's crazy to hear a female talk about roots was it that was it that obvious like that i think he might have thrown his head back oh really <laughs> yeah he guffawed uh, I, so I, I just read it on the news so it's hard for me to, to, to yeah, I, yeah. I didn't get to put actions with the words so yeah so he so then he lost some sponsors or whatever you know because he disrespected this 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 woman one so call, i don't know if you guys have picked up on it but calling a woman a female mm. That's like a that's a, a low level trigger word nowadays. Like I can't say thug anymore. Like calling a woman a female is a term of disrespect. Hmm. Yeah. And, what and are you supposed to use? Woman. Woman. Yeah. Okay. Or yeah, like a. What's up, woman? <laughs> it's, it's what's up, female? I don't know. I'm not I sure what's better. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't want to go into detail about the female thing, but you know, FYI, don't call Got it. ladies ladies women not female. So uh, he lost the sponsors or whatever because it was seen as being disrespectful to her on the basis of her being a woman that she because of her her sex that she would not it's wild that she would understand her her industry that she works in you know being a football analyst or whatever and then so then uh, so so what were you saying about that and then I talk about the apology oh no no I I thought it was sort of silly when I was reading this that he would lose sponsors for something like that. I mean I, again I didn't see it so i guess if he was like you're an idiot you know you shouldn't know this stuff only men know this kind of thing i don't know if that's what it came across but that's, that's, the way I, that's what i got out of it and i think what, that's what the sponsors are saying yeah i don't know i it just when i read it it sounded like come on i mean it's I, I i get that all the time when i go to korean places and they they hear me speak korean they're like whoa you speak korean you know, like they they think like well, I, can't, I wouldn't think a white guy could speak korean you know it's kind of a similar thing now this is i think it was this was bad because it was on the basis of her being a woman that he thought that not not because it, it's like disrespectful to her because she worked he, she probably knows her stuff better than most to, mm-hmm. to be a woman in that industry right and then she worked her way up and then instantly gets discredited just on the basis of her sex you know i think that's bad so so anyway so he apologized right what, what did he i don't know if he, did he discredit it or is he just saying wow that's pretty amazing that no it was not a, it wasn't it, you guys this is what i'm talking about you give these people the benefit of the doubt <laughs> <laughs> i can't give cam Newton the benefit of the doubt I don't you're like know. you're like i'm telling you that he did a bad thing he's like well i think he did an amazing thing you have no evidence to i didn't say, say an amazing <laughs> thing I, i'm just saying that i don't think that i, I didn't i thought it was it was blown up bigger than he don't need to get you know kicked out of the league or anything like that. But if you know the Junto Show pulls its sponsorship from Cam Newton <laughs> <laughs> as the marketing department here, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so so yeah, but so then he apologizes, right? He comes out and he says, "I'm sorry." And everybody's coming out here doing something bad, getting caught, and then apologizing. And I'm like, "You're apolog." I feel for the most part, people are apologizing because they are losing money, they they're being publicly shamed or whatever. And I'm just like, I would like to see somebody come out, do something terrible acknowledge it but i guess you, you nobody acknowledges it in a vacuum right you only apologize after like twitter gets on you or after some, your money gets affected then you feel sorry about this thing this horrible thing you did that you clearly thought was okay when you did it and i'm just like 
I question the sincerity of a lot of these these modern day celebrity apologies because it's just like you you got caught and now you feel bad about it. You yeah, know, but you got, you're trying you got, to get back in public's good graces. I think that's true, but you also have to kind of weigh it right. Like the the other option is is own it and say no, I I I, I what I did was fine. I I didn't mean it that way. It was a mistake. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have laughed. Maybe it came right. across as being really demeaning, but I just was I thought it was genuinely amazing yeah. that she knew all this stuff. Uh, <laughs> and if and if that's so, you know, but but that convincing you, you convincing anyone that's is way did. harder. What, than just saying I'm sorry. But and, does it go back to like apologizing for what you can't apologize for? So I don't feel bad for that piece, but my reaction caused this, you know, outrage. So that I can work on. That I was oblivious to for somehow, and I need to work on that. Oblivious, oblivious thing. <laughs> I just, I just, I, would, I just really wonder, <laughs> yeah. like, what percentage of these people actually feel bad about the thing they do, and then how, what percentage of them have their publicist in their ear saying, "No, you shouldn't have said or done that." Yeah, well, that's what yeah. I think Johnny's saying is that if, if maybe if it came across as a more genuine apology, like, yeah, you know yeah. what, I I get why you're angry, but I didn't mean it that way. I meant it this way, and, right. and so I'm sorry for for le- you know laughing and throwing my head back and you know whatever if it t- came across that way. I I would rather yeah. have that apology than oh I didn't realize that uh, yeah. demeaning woman was wrong, so therefore I yeah. oh and, and in his apology he gave one of those I'm sorry for everybody I offended, like I'm sorry if you were offended by what I said. Yeah, yeah. things too. So it's like, come on, that next day giveaway. All right. Well, I uh, well, I apologize to our listeners if that was painful <laughs> to listen to somehow. All right. We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Welcome back to the Junto Show. I'm Lance. I'm Johnny. And I'm Chris. And we're going to end today's show with our world famous pop culture segment. And uh, so, Johnny, uh, you got anything you want to talk about that's going on in pop culture news? Uh, I actually consumed quite a bit of uh, pop culture this week. Kind of proud of myself for that, maybe. <laughs> Something to be to be proud of. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, first off, I'd like to recommend a movie called The Big Sick. I've been hearing a lot about that one. It's getting rave reviews. Yeah, it's pretty good stuff. You ever, have you heard about it, Chris? I, I do. Yeah, I do know about it. Okay. So, it's a... Uh, as, a as a fun fact, that the lead in that, the, the guy, he yeah. is the voice on Lego Ninjago, which I also saw this last week. Oh, yeah. fantastic. Which yeah. is not that great. I, was about ah. to say, I heard that was not too good. <laughs> I wanted to be good. Yeah. So, it's a uh, heartfelt movie, but uh, very comedic in nature as well. Um, so, yeah, go check it out. I is think. that Kumail Nanjiani? Mm-hmm. Is that the lead guy in there? Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. a He does a lot of podcasts, whatever. I've been listening to him, just like do guest spots on... On podcast, he's uh, that's where I know him from. Funny based, guy. based on a true story too, so I'm not sure. Well, I it's, his, it's his lot. It's his exactly. Story, yeah. So it's kind of cool. Yeah, he did a lot, a lot of interviews. Yeah. I think, I think like the comedy industry wants him to succeed. So like he got uh, a disproportionate amount of like media on the stuff I listen to, which is like obscure podcasts and whatnot. Mm-hmm. They were all like, "Come on, Camille, we're rooting for you." Yeah. <laughs> okay, what else you got, Johnny? I got, uh, and I'm ashamed to say this. Actually, I watched Transformers. The the last night. Yeah, I hope that's the last movie ever. That, but for this I, I I stopped watching him after I think number one. <laughs> well, well, one was actually one good was good. Though. Yeah, and yeah. The, the rest of them are uh, two might have been like I was like, man, that's kind of an aberration. Three was like, man, this is pretty bad. And four I was like, good god, what are they doing? <laughs> and then number six, they're just like taking out my childhood. Wait, this is number six. I don't know. It's it's, it's up there. It's, it's up there. It's ripping out. I saw I saw it uh, like two days ago. Yeah. I, after you said how bad it was, I think I tried to change change my Netflix, but it was already en route. <laughs> Johnny, what the hell was that movie about? Like, tell me what that movie was about. I, uh, Making money. Okay, I, I think I actually tried blacking it out already. So like, I couldn't. That, I could not tell you the plot. Okay, so the plot was they want to bring back Cybertron, which is the home world of the Transformers. Who does? I mean, I think they. They all do sort of. All Transformers sort of want their homeworld back, but not at the expense of destroying Earth. They want, they want it revived, I guess. Yes. Okay. Exactly. So Optimus Prime, he wants to bring back Cybertron, but it comes at the expense of Earth, unfortunately, for some reason. And and to do that, you need this magical staff that has been um, hidden on Earth. That's why over the past six movies, that feels more like ten movies, um, why Transformers keep coming to Earth because unbeknownst to them, they've been drawn to this magical staff that brings life back. Uh, you pay more attention to right. me. Is that how Octopus Prime came back to... <laughs> Octopus? <laughs> Octopus Prime? Yeah, that's what I call him. <laughs> Octopus Prime. I like that. Who, who's his voice now that uh, Leonard Nimoy's not the voice? No, Leonard Nimoy played uh, um, Unicron. It's the same dude. I think Peter yeah. Yeller. Peter yeah. Yellen has always been the same voice. Oh, really? Cartoon. I yeah. thought he was uh, Op- Octopus Prime. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's I, a different guy. But um, 
Yeah. So, so like this movie, like the plot was bad. The acting, as usual, was terrible. I don't know why we got Mark Wahlberg in this. And then, I like Mark Wahlberg. He he was actually fine in this in this thing. He's awful, and he's playing like a genius inventor as a meathead dummy <laughs> with like a mullet too. Like his <laughs> hair got long in the back. <laughs> if we're to criticize anybody for being in this movie, it's Anthony Hopkins because he is a renowned actor, and to succumb to this movie must have been purely for a paycheck. Hey, check's a check, man. Hey, that's hey, true. He, he can cash out. That's fine. I fault him for that. Um. Also the. Even the robot act. So, like, I do watch these movies, but even though it's terrible, the robot action is usually pretty good, and I'm a sucker for robots. And I was not even pleased by the robot action in this one either. Like, it, the the one thing I'm coming for, I didn't get, and that's unforgivable, Transformers. All right. Terrible movie. I think I'm – I might be officially done watching them too. I'm definitely d- done paying for them. <laughs> you want to get me in the theater for another one? You want to talk about The Kingsman? We caught that the other week. Yeah, we did see Kingsman. That's the movie I couldn't remember that we saw that I saw last week. Uh, Kingsman, the Golden Circle. Uh, it's as a little bit worse than the first one. Like if the first one is maybe like a a ninety two out of a hundred, this one's like an eighty eight. I'd say something like that. You know, lost a little bit of a step, but it's yeah. still fine. Yeah, uh, really good. I like the actors in it. The action was good. Um, Matthew Vaughn, the director, yeah. did uh the kick kick ass movies and also X Men First Class. He's got a good eye for action, and I'm a big action guy. And so. who was the villain? Oh, uh, Julianne Moore? Q, Chris's response. Who's that? Julianne Moore? Moore. You don't know Julianne Moore? <laughs> yeah, she's like, old, the, she's like redhead. That's an old female actress. You'd be all over this, man. <laughs> I, I mean, I like her. I'll pull, I'll pull up a picture right now. You would be like, oh, that woman. <laughs> like, you know, I only dabble in the old ladies, but Chris is all about it. So like, <laughs> if I dabble, then I like her. Hey, I don't, want, I don't want to perpetuate this um, falsehood that I only, uh, that I find old ladies attractive. It's that I appreciate an attractive old lady. That's all. Yeah, he's he's like a the the wine connoisseur. <laughs> <laughs> he lets him sit, sit in his basement for a couple for a couple decades and, and pulls him out. <laughs> okay, let me see. Uh, oh, I saw that uh, the DC is giving up on its extended movie universe. I think they're going to uh, stop trying to. So, like uh, all the Marvel movies, so Marvel and DC, the two big comic companies: Batman, Superman, DC, Spider Man, Iron Man, Marvel. If you're listening to this and you don't know that, what are you doing? <laughs> but there, so Marvel has for the last like I don't know almost twenty years had all their movies interconnected, and then uh, from Iron Man leading up to the Avengers, and I think DC was trying to do that but being terrible about it, and I think they're just going to give up, <laughs> and they're going to still make their movies but not try to connect them like Marvel does. And I say, good job, DC. That's a uh, that's that's a you know like a, a senior design project, and you're still a freshman, so like you don't. Yeah, I, so I'll. I'll, I would give DC the benefit of the doubt here. <laughs> See, exactly. My whole point. <laughs> Keep getting played. <laughs> but if you notice the uh, the DC animated movies and even the DC comics itself, it actually does a whole bunch of reinventing of the characters all the time. It, it, it's just a the thing they do. So they, does Marvel. They, not as much. Marvel prides itself way more on a cohesive universe. Well, it really hang does. on. I, I'm actually, waiting for I'm really waiting does. for the bombshell when they reveal that uh, that the Green Lantern is actually Blood or Deadpool. <laughs> that comes out. That'd be awesome, actually. Uh, so yeah, so this is nothing new to DC. So the fact that this is now um, transferred over into their movie um, going experience is all right. That's fine. Give me give me a hundred different Batmans. I don't care. One played by Ben Affleck. One played by whoever next. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Is Batman? <laughs> oh, he was hand of the reins at the end of the Nolan movie. He's Nightwing. I'll give him Nightwing. Can't be Batman. Yeah, he's, he's not. He's not brooding enough. So success. Moving forward, DC superhero films will be divided up into what are two separate categories. Some will technically still be in the same continuity as Batman vs. Superman and Justice League, but instead of cramming everything into one strict ongoing narrative, the films will be allowed to breathe, focusing on individual characters and the specific vision of their respective directors. Good choice there. Also, I found out that there is a upcoming Martin Scorsese Joker origin story movie in the works. I don't know about that one. I'm like, wait, Scorsese did uh, that movie with um, Leonardo DiCaprio and the Boston Cops, right? Uh, the Departed. Yeah, so, okay, so he's the man. Based on a Chinese movie. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Infernal Affairs or something like that. Yeah. Also, okay, so yeah, Scorsese's good in my book. Uh, he might be super old now, but I'm down for that movie, actually. Okay, let me see what else we got here. I got one. Ooh, hey. So we're, so we're going to be going uh, after this. We're going to be watching Blade Runner 49. So to prep for this, mm-hmm. I thought I had seen Blade Runner before, the original one, but apparently I have not. 
So I tried to watch it for the past week. Ah, <laughs> yes. And I fell asleep. So I thought, so I, was tell, right. I was telling Johnny that I, I started watching it. I, wa- I got about a half an hour into it and I fell asleep. And granted, I was watching it at night and I was tired, but yes. still it was very <laughs> it slow, very, very boring. Yeah. And I realized when I went back, I had watched 15 minutes of it. So <laughs> half of what I thought I had watched. But I, I toughed it out. I, I, I finished it last night. And, uh, and you know what? After the first half, it got yeah. much easier to watch. Yes, and I, I finished it last night as well. It took me two attempts. I'm super excited for this new one then. I tried watching <laughs> it last night too and fell asleep. <laughs> but, but I, I, three for three. Again, I was really tired too though. I have seen it before yeah. and I remember like getting done with it being like, what was that about? So, so keep in mind, Rotten Tomatoes score for the original Blade Runner is 90%. Um, critics or users? Critics and users, I believe. Because Publish. it's, apparently back in the day when it was launched, it was like a critical failure. It bombed at the box office. It was like, the critics hated it back then. But over time, I think people have appreciated what really Scott has done to the what what was it called the neo noir sci fi genre and has really helped informed this whole basis kind of so I think the visual and the um, getting in touch with the what what it means to be human all started with this movie and it's helped inform it like tons of things so are you saying in, in like 20 years are they going to be like Transformers 6 was the most amazing <laughs> movie 90% yeah. Mark Wahlberg was really <laughs> onto something there I, we just didn't realize and he, he's ahead of his time <laughs> <laughs> My, Michael Bay would be looked at as one of the greatest directors of all time dear lord oh, hell the way things are going now we've got WWE Hall of Famer running the country <laughs> uh, okay so we got uh, oh so a, about a year or two ago there was a viral video about a, a, a single mother, black mom, raising a little boy with superpowers. And it was the cutest thing, and I loved it. And it's being uh, – Netflix picked up the option, and they're going to make it into a TV show. I'm yeah. super excited about that. It's called yeah. um, uh, Son of a Gun. Raising – it's a good movie. It's going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> I, forget, I forget what it's called. Damn, damn it. But uh, not, I'm excited about that. Um, I'm able to that. You can do the national anthem or something? What do you <laughs> Johnny, Johnny Just, stood up. <laughs> So I am still all about the Orville show by Seth MacFarlane, and the recent episode I saw, episode three or so, it uh, it had a special guest star appearance by Liam Neeson. Hey, yeah, it's just for like a little bit scene too. As a like, human, or do you have a mask on or something? Yeah, they, he had some alien prints on him. Just a lazy way of saying, hey, he, he's an alien. But it was a pretty good show. Okay, uh, so here's a, some news uh, near and dear to my heart: the next Fast and the Furious movie. Fast and the Furious. What number do you think they're on? Seven. Eight. The next one will be Fast and the Furious 9. <sighs> it's been de- delayed by a year coming in 2020. So I don't know if yeah. you follow Fast and the Furious news as close as I do. I do. But there was a, a lot of talk <laughs> during the filming of number eight that like Vin Diesel was getting mad at how much like clout The Rock was getting yeah. in the movie. And he kind of felt mm-hmm. he was like, hey, this is my thing. Mm-hmm. I started this. I've been here the whole time. Well, not the whole time, really, but longer than you. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to come and steal my franchise from up under me. Mm-hmm. And so, like, there was issues with it. I think it delayed some of the filming because, like, The Rock had too much screen time. And it was kind of floating underneath. But now, so Tyrese, for, like, the last month, has been on Instagram, like, hating on The Rock, saying, you're trying to break up the Fast family. Like, come on, brother. You're, like, you're trying to do this thing and get your own movie out of this. But this is something mm-hmm. that we all started. And so, like, the movie got delayed a year mm-hmm. because I'm thinking that uh, there's some type of renegotiation going on where, like, The Rock is going to become this. Well, I, so I actually heard... I guess it's unconfirmed, maybe, that uh, there is a spinoff coming off, and that was part of the beef. The beef was uh, The Rock's character and Jason Statham's character had so much chemistry in the last movie that they wanted to have their own spinoff movie, and the, and Vin Diesel was totally against it. You know, hey, this is my franchise kind of thing. Um, but I thought I heard, I, I, I thought I saw some news saying that a spinoff is in the works for Fast and Furious. That must be what he's talking about. And, and Tyrese is like, you know, this is one of, so one Tyrese has been, he's got made some really good choices. He's got like, I, look, I looked on IMDb and his average box office return is higher than Will Smith's. <laughs> <laughs> but he's only in the Fast and the Furious movies yeah. and Transformers movies. <laughs> but like, um, That's true. so he, but he's really tr- trying to keep the family to get the quote unquote family together. Yeah. And I assume it's actually a, a pretty cohesive unit. And also he's like, you know, missing out on his check too. Yeah. So, as much as I love The Rock, I, and I, I would totally watch that movie. Really? You're on the Vin Diesel side of this one, huh? I, I am on the side of the Fast and the Furious franchise. I am side of the Fast and Furious franchise, too, meaning the more the merrier. So, let there be spinoffs. I, I agree. But the way it's being yeah. framed, it's like, 
one at the expense of the other, and I don't think that's cool. But um, like, yeah, but if, we, if there was some type of world where we could have both movies come I, out, I think we can. And the only reason why it's framed that way is because of Vin Diesel and now Tyrese, I guess. But I'm like, if they, 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 they would know better than us. <laughs> yeah, but if they had gone on Instagram saying, "Hey, this is great. You guys can look forward to the new spinoff. Uh, best wishes to the Rock." And for whatever reason, they didn't. So like, I'm thinking it's going being done in a shady way. Yeah. So it's on them, I'd say. No, it's on the studio or somebody. I think this is all stupid. <laughs> <laughs> this is pop culture segment. <laughs> so we take Most this seriously. I, I think I think what happened is they ran out of submarines to, to <laughs> blow up. Fly. Yeah. So I think I'm, I'm waiting for the next one where the where the I haven't seen the, the last like four, yeah. but anyway, I'm assuming that the next one will have a, a car that goes up and like rams through the International Space Station <laughs> and comes back down. Yes, the next one will be totally underwater, and then the, <laughs> and then the number ten will be in space. <laughs> uh, okay, I saw that there's a Batman colon ninja anime coming out and it sounds flipping sweet it's like set medieval times or something not medieval the old school japanese uh samurai times samurai times yeah, yeah. and i'm all excited about Ugh. that what no really no oh. <laughs> i was like that sounds awesome <laughs> uh okay and that's oh they said the the punisher uh, oh, trailer yeah. got pulled from new york comic-con because uh yeah. you know the vegas shooting oh also uh-huh. And delayed now, I think, released on Netflix. Yeah, it's like so much crazy news going on. We didn't even talk about the Vegas shooting. <laughs> like, it's a terrible thing that happened. Mm. Uh, okay, uh, that's all I got here. You guys? Sounds good to me. All right, this has been another awesome episode of the Junto Show. It's crazy how much you like this episode. Like, it blows my mind how much you enjoyed this, but I'm really happy that you did. Please uh, check us out. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like you need to apologize. <laughs> uh, check us out at the Junto Show.com. Is it the Junto Show.com or just Junto Show.com? I don't know. Go to our website. <laughs> <laughs> Check Johnny out on his social media. Oh, yeah. At Finn, Finn Comics. Check me out on Twitter and Insta. <laughs> Insta. Uh, I'm uh, at, at A-K-A-D-I-M-I-X on Twitter. <laughs> so you can go there and, and hear what's going on in racism. And you can write me a letter if you want to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's the P.O. Box. <laughs> uh, please, please, please uh, su- subscribe to our podcast uh, and rate us five stars on iTunes uh, and whatever other program or whatever, but iTunes is the only one I really know how to rate on. <laughs> so please do that. We appreciate it. Uh, every review helps us out tremendously. Like I've been looking at the numbers and it's ridiculous uh, yeah. how much that helps. So yeah, it is. they're not lying on the other podcast when they say leave a five star review and we'll start reading the reviews on, uh, on the, the podcast. So if you want to get a shout out, uh, we'll do that for you. A little incentive. So we're going to read our own reviews. <laughs> yeah. All right. This is the thing people do. This is, this is what works. I'm the marketing department. Johnny's so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and the next post is, I'm sorry I wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, from from all of us here at the Junto Show, uh, congrats to Bo, Chris. Thanks for uh, sitting in no in this spot. Have some big shoes to fill, <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally. Yeah. And uh, we'll be back next week with more Junto Show. Thanks. Yeah.